Welcome back to another episode of Studio Flows about a week ago. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by Sarah J. What up? No Manny Fontaine today. He is under the weather. I apologize for us being late this week. We have plans to record on Friday, I believe. Friday, I worked late. And I did check in with Sarah and Manny Fontaine. Both of them had not listened to the Usher album. And then Saturday, Kanye dropped. So I wanted to make sure we listened to that. Then when Sunday hit, um, Sarah, what you talking about? Oh, I'm going to go see my mom and dad. I'm going to go see them. So I was like, all right, let's do Monday. Even though this Monday, as we record this, I woke up at 5 in the morning. Took my butt to work. Oh Sarah, you was like, oh, let's push it to Tuesday. I was like, man, listen, the pod already long. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want no more news to drop because we got a lot we have to cover. So I did five in the morning. I did uh, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah, that's right. 13 hours at work. And now we're here potting to talk about everything that has gone down in the past week. Yeah, you making this pod long. Talk about your personal problems. Let's get to it. Oh, man, <laughs> there's only like two or three topics you can really jump in. That's going to be me ISOing most of this pod. All right, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Took place last night. A lot of people were excited for this halftime show. I believe 30 million people tuned in for this halftime show that's the early numbers it's up from rihanna and up from dr dre what were your thoughts on the usher show well it can't it has to be more than 30 million because rihanna got 113 million so it can't be up if it's only 30 sarah i think they only count the halftime people they don't count the whole game i'm telling you that no that's what i'm telling you usher was up that was all i'm saying well, Usher should be up this despite the numbers. I thought his halftime show was amazing. I thought it was really good. I mean, he did everything on his own. He sang live, he danced, he, he freed the nipple. He freed the <laughs> nipple. He got his face wiped off somewhere in there. And he roller skated. I'm sorry. The number is Usher's first Super Bowl show. I don't know why they like who gets to do too. It drew thirty point one million households. Not 30.1 million people, meaning there's five, 10 it's parties. So it says Samba noted that that was a 5% from 2023 Super Bowl halftime show, which featured Rihanna revealing her pregnancy and drew universal rave reviews. So Rihanna performed without any guests. All right, there were some guests here. All right, there was only, I didn't know there was so much confusion when it came to the guests. Only one person threw me off. So there was Alicia Keys. And yes, Alicia Keys looked amazing. It looked like she's been in the gym. I think she's still not wearing makeup. Maybe just put a little uh, cocoa butter on the face or whatever. And that's about it. But nobody's talking about. No, no I'm sorry. I don't think it's, a, it's up for discussion. I think no, uh, nobody brings up that her voice cracked at the beginning. Oh, no, that's been brought up. Yeah, from my morning shows, they were they were just like, oh, she looked great, and Usher was hugging her too much. <laughs> and the Swiss Beast had to say something like, y'all didn't see those are two great performers. And I, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to answer the riffraff. You really don't. But, yeah, because she's like, uh, I don't want nothing at all. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that song? If I Ain't Got You. If I Ain't Got You. All right. So, yeah, the first note, it cracked, but she caught it. She did amazing. She sounded good. They went into my boo. 
um, her with the guitar solo on You Got It Bad, and they, they transitioned into uh, Bad Girl for a little quick second. Sarah was excited. That's your joint. Um, oh, so this is who I got confused with. When Will I Am came out there, I'm not going to hold you. I thought it was Kanye West. <laughs> you should have known better just by the song they was going into. But Kanye be dressing like that sometimes. <laughs> so I thought it was I don't Kanye. know why he didn't do a... Uh... The song with Pitbull, DJ got us falling in love again. That's a hype a lot, song. A lot of people thought that, yeah. But well, he gave us enough on it. Um, I don't know if they got the track list anywhere on here. I don't have it. Uh, he opened up with a little of my way, right? Mm-hmm. Before, yeah. He closed with yeah, which I thought he was. Manny Fontaine, I talked to him yesterday. He thought he should open with yeah. I'm like, you're not opening with yeah. <laughs> and this this was frustrating me. I said. Okay, he opens with yeah. What is he gonna close with? He can close with whatever. I said, no. <laughs> you can't just close with whatever with opening with yeah. But uh I guess a lot of people was confused about Jermaine Dupree. They they didn't recognize who he was. I guess he had some ruffle socks on. I don't know what I didn't peep the socks. I knew it was Jermaine Dupree. I didn't confuse him or anything like that when they Yo, got they thought him. he was CeeLo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Some people thought that was CeeLo. Uh, Lil John was out there and he did Turn Down for What? I keep thinking he was going to do shots, but he did Turn Down for What as they, before they transitioned into Yeah. Luda came out with the Afro. Now, is it wrong that every time I see Ludacris, I just think about Cat Williams? Like when I see Ludacris doing good, I'm like, man, why Cat Williams put that in my head that he, he's with the Illuminati? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's like, I got the Super Bowl spot. Um, was that all the guests? Is that it? It was so Alicia Keys, her, Will I Am, uh, Jermaine Dupree, Lil John, Lil John, and Lil Chris. Yeah, we had. Uh, and people were disappointed because Justin Bieber also wasn't there. Yeah, but he was in the crowd. Uh, he, he was in the Kardashian suite. Oh, okay. There was Circus Olay. There was a marching band. There was stripper poles. One of the strippers um, fell. I didn't see that. I heard about that. She fell um, when Ludacris came on. When they were just showing Ludacris. Uh, so wait, was it on the broadcast or somebody? No, it was on the broadcast. I, I'm we just didn't notice it because yeah. it just looked like it was normal, but she fell down the pole. All right, hope she all right. And then Usher got married now. I think they said now before before the show they said that he had got his marriage license for. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna attempt her last name. I think her name is Jennifer. They call her Jen. And now that it's Monday, they're saying that he is married, and that brings us to coming home, the album, because he did a couple of interviews and sat down and said that um, this is a transition album. I went from you know being a married man to a single man, and now he's married again. But obviously, he didn't have that. Yo, you know what I just found out today. Usher's been married three times now. I didn't even know about the other chick. Who was the other one? Her name was Grace Henry, and they were married for three years. So they divorced in 2018, and his current wife, he got with her in 2019. I have no idea who this woman is. Yeah, he's been keeping that on the low. Um, So coming home, dropped on Friday, and... (sighs) Let me pull up this track list. I got to talk about this. I got to see it because 
part of this album I'm not the biggest fan of at all. Just say the first half. You know what? I'm doing a disservice because it technically is not the first half. It's 20 tracks on here. And for if you haven't checked it out, there's no glue. There's no, uh, I think Manny Fontaine said, no, no bad habits. I don't remember how that one goes. Uh, what's the other one? LMA, Don't Waste My Time or something like that. Oh, yeah, but that song's probably too old now. So, Good Good, which was like the lead single. I don't like 21 Savage verse on there. I don't think 21 Savage knows how to flip the style when you're talking to um, a woman. He got one style. We're going to get into another rapper who just, who got one style later on. A-Town Girl featuring Lotto. Here's what I did not tell you. So he does this. He does this flip play a little bit. This Billy Joe Uptown Girl flip. And it's very specific. I wonder how this song is. It, I, I doubt this song is going to be part of the play, playlist unless he's unless he has to kick it off with. We got any Atlanta girls here in the audience tonight? <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I think about it. Usher's 45 years old. He looks great. Sounds great. This song to me doesn't fit who he's supposed to be transitioning to at this time in his life. I feel like this sh- he should just give this on the lotto and he should have did the hook. I don't feel like this should have been his song. Um, Kissing Strangers. You said it was a Justin Timberlake song, sounded song. People have said this is a Taylor Swift sounding song. From the first 10, oh my God, the worst, I think, and that first, <laughs> not even first, it's big. Oh my goodness, guys. We can't wait to grow up. This song we is so weird to me. We can't wait to grow up. Yeah. It's trying to get. But what's the Michael Jackson thing is 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 trying to riff off of? It's not get up on it. It's gonna bother me. I should have looked it up. But not a good song. So that's a track eleven. So I'm I'm through here. Stone Cold Freak sounds a little '80s. Bob was throwing me off because uh, Hit Boy did the production and it's smooth. But I I would love to sit down with Usher and say. So on the song, he's like, I miss you like Jodeci. I miss you like Pac. I miss you like Aaliyah. Please come back to me before this becomes a bop. But you've already made the song. I feel as if bop should should be an acronym and stand for something. Nothing. All right. So out those first 11 songs, I think bop is okay. I just don't understand the messaging. Risk it off on the Color Purple soundtrack with her. I forgot that's probably one of the reasons why her was on that stage with him, other than she's talented. Keep on dancing because it was struggling, and I was I was ready to give up because I, I felt like Usher was so in his pop bag, and I thought, well, your pop is cool. Don't get me wrong, it is cool, but that's not why they was coming to Vegas. They was not coming to Vegas for a pop show. Then you get to track thirteen. So I said, all right, hold I up. Am. Oh, that's where he got you, huh? Yeah, we're going somewhere. I love you. Cool. When he started putting the U's back in the title, <laughs> I'm like, all right. But then, please, you might be my favorite joint. Listen to my heartbeat, looking for you. Listen to my heartbeat, 
So you already know where he's going with that. You already know where he's going with that. And then he finishes up strong. Luckiest man, Margella, room in a room. Um, one of them, <clears throat> one of them ones. And standing next to you, the Usher remix with uh, Jean Cook, Cook, who uh, BTS before he went to um, where'd he go? He had to do military service. Uh, How I, long was it ago was this song made then? Uh, was it? Last year they had to go in, or the year before? That's what I'm saying. That means that he they had to do it before he left, right? But no, but it's the Usher remix, so uh, he could have did the vocals. Yeah, John Cook could have had the song done, and Usher was like, "Yeah, let me have, let me get on this. I'll put it out on my album." Now this that's his pop song right there. That's the, that's supposed to be his top forty. Boom, 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 boom. Hey. Dude. I'll be like standing next to you. Yeah, I love the dough. <laughs> um, he finished up. Here's the reason why I don't ever want to say the last half, because it's 20 tracks on here. Even if I went from 11 to 20, I don't like Big, and we haven't even talked about what I think is the worst song on this album, just from a concept standpoint, which is on the side. And it sounds like, you know what, is it, Brian Michael Cox, I believe Jermaine Dupree worked on this with him. It really gives me Neo vibes. How how the, how that... But it's a song about Usher dating a woman on the side and falling for her. And I said, well, you've done this before and you peaked on the Confessions album, which is about to turn 20 next month. If you're going to do this or even tread in this territory, he should have told it from from the perspective of his friend doing this. Like, yo, my guy, he could even start off with the same phone conversation that's in the beginning of Confessions and be like, no, listen to me. This is not the route you go. If anybody knows, it's me. Instead, 20 years later, he's still like as if he learned no lessons. I said, <laughs> why are you dating the chick on the side? That make no sense. All right. That's Usher's way, man. It is. I, I enjoy the album. I've listened to it a couple of times. I like it. Uh, even though the... And like I said, the pop songs aren't bad. It's just uh, pop Usher isn't for me. Like singing Drake ain't for me. It's a few pop Usher's joints that I'm like, oh, okay, OMG or... What's the... um? <laughs> is OMG the one with the booty? I was... Car- Carmelo, my godson, just had a birthday. When he was a little kid, he loved... But I can't remember if it's OMG. When did OMG come out? That's how I would know. If it, if it was out by 2010, then I know it was that was a song. Wait, but, isn't OMG Oh My God? Yeah. Is that some, does he say something about her booty on that song? Man, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. I think yeah. he said something about the booty. Carmelo, when he was, he was born in 2007. So he's like three or four singing something about this booty. Oh, my God. He thought that was, that was hilarious to hear his little kid singing about this. All hey, right. at least Usher has been pretty consistent with his career. He, You can always get at least one bop off of his albums. I mean, yeah. nothing is confessions, but, you know, yeah. you always going to get one bop. All right. And before we even get to Kanye, Beyonce made some big news yesterday after a bunch of Verizon commercials and people um, getting their theories together, thinking that she's about to do a residency, excuse me, a residency at the Sphere. 
It turned out we ready for them ten thousand dollar tickets. <laughs> they gonna be Super Bowl prices. It turned out that she has a new album coming, Renaissance Act Two. She gave you two new songs. They're country songs, yes. basically. But so she was wearing the cowboy hat at the Grammys. And you said what did you, what was she wearing yesterday? You saw the She was wearing a like a short black skirt, low cut with uh basically thigh high boots going to the Super Bowl. All right. So I'm gonna uh, do they have these singles here? All right. Texas Hold'em, which is let me see. This ain't Texas. We'll pause right there because we we ain't trying to get in trouble, right? My only issue is she sounds too R and B ish when she should be sounding more country. Like, and I and I and listen, a broken clock is right twice a day. I saw Azalea Banks say the same thing. <laughs> like, she you're doing these R and B runs on these country songs. Like, I think 16 Carat. This is 16 Carat. It's a little bit better. But still, it's R&B runs. I feel like she needs to like embrace or like or enhance the Southern twang when she's singing these songs. Because I bet you, if you got a, a hold of the vocals, then the vocals alone, alone, you could probably build an R&B beat around it, and it wouldn't sound that different. That's my only but concern. I don't understand why people are mad at how she's doing her her cadence or her runs with these songs when country music is pop anyway nowadays. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's not going to matter, but my whole thing is like, if this is her act two, what's going to be her act three? So somebody was saying that, or just threw out there that Beyonce is reclaiming genres that black people started. First it was house. Now it's country. So she going to do rock next? That's what I'm thinking. Did I... Did I talk about this on the pod? I forgot what album part prompted this. And maybe it's because I was listening to a bunch of R&B albums before the Grammys. But how come, I was thinking, how come nobody has really done The Rock anymore? Like um, A Dirty Diana or what, what was Janet Jackson's one? Black Cat? Yeah. Uh, like They just don't even do it. Like, R&B singers are not even just, nah, we're good. We're not going to try to do no hard rock stuff. But people love Dirty Diana and Black Hat. Both of those, they were singles. Wait, I, I mean, I think I we mean, like R&B songs with the guitar riff to begin that's with. That's true, but... Because remember those, she did, uh, what's the song? She did the song with Jack White. Remember he produced that on Lemonade? Oh, yeah. That shit was hot. Yeah, it was a good song. But, I mean, she's been giving you these genres off and on through her last couple of albums. Because, was it, was, was it Lemonade that had the daddy song? And she did at the yes, the what she did with the chicks, yep. And then white people was mad and shit. Yeah, and here's the thing: I'm worried that this will be the album she get the Grammy for, and we'll all be like, "Oh, so this is she like when Holly Berry, when Holly Berry slept with the white, with Billy Bob Thornton, <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton and Mustard <laughs> Ball. This is what she had to do to get the Grammy. She couldn't do it, or you know, Denzel had to be a bad let cop me, and train. Let me Day. just put this out there right now. It's absolutely impossible for her to get album of the year. She's releasing this album two weeks to three weeks before Taylor Swift. So that means they're both going to be in the running for the Grammy next year. So, uh, yeah, but you also, you know, I don't know. Uh, well, SZA was nominated this year. 
the Usher album has a chance to be nominated, but also the Justin Timberlake album could be nominated for album of the year too. Look. So that's four, that's four heavy hitters in two months, February and March. Okay. I think Taylor's a little bit in April. Okay. Well, I'm just putting this out there. Taylor Swift is a force right now. Yeah. I mean, she, she announced her the- album was coming in April and people went crazy. It's, it's just, I she's seen just somebody, undeniable. Today I was at, I was at work greeting the kids as they came in and somebody really legitimately who worked with us had this shirt, uh, Go Taylor Swift's boyfriends and the Chiefs colors had number 87 and everything. I said, uh, they, these women love them. Some Taylor Swift. She cannot do any wrong. All right. Before we get to Taylor Swift, because we will be talking about, uh, I'll, I'll talk about the Grammys because I did watch the Grammys. Let's get into Kanye West. Kanye West did a couple of more back-to-back live shows. He did Chicago. He did New York. And then Saturday the 10th, he dropped Vultures 1. 20 years after college dropout. Woo, these are two different albums. I've been trying to figure out what these Kanye albums, these last couple of Kanye albums. I've, I've, I've gone through a lot of thoughts. I went, I went First, I went through, if Kanye didn't say anything and he gave us this album, would I receive it better? And I was like, I said, well, no, if the lyrics don't change. I mean, he was what first song in. He's talking about I keep a couple Jews on the staff. I was like, all right. Talks about fucking um, Scooter Braun's girl, and she got pregnant at threesome, so we don't know who the baby is. Uh, brings up R. Kelly and the Balenciaga ad, but he also brings up he the new R. Kelly, he the new Bill Cosby, he the new Puff Daddy, and. There were some songs missing. There was no everybody on here. Um, there was no new body because I don't think. Um, what's the old girl name? Nicki Minaj. Yeah, she gonna clear that because she wanted that out a long time ago. He played the games, and then there's a few joints on here, right? I was reading the Ringer did this good piece about who's the old, what, who was the old Kanye anyway, and this went through his career about how he's always been this person, or he hasn't been this person. He hasn't been the Kanye you loved since uh beautiful dark twisted fantasy this is true. everything else has been but but i've read something else that said or maybe, oh, maybe it's on subreddit they said burn kind of felt like college dropout so i went to go listen to it y'all let me know what y'all think everybody like the wild wild west Does that make you feel like college dropout Kanye right there? No, but I'm going <laughs> to put this out there, and I already told you, Ty, De- Ty Dolla Sign saved this album. Yeah. Because technically, Kanye West, well, all of the guest stars on the album, the guest spots, they're the only ones that are on beat. Kanye West still rap off beat. He still sing off beat. But if it was not for Ty Dolla Sign making his appearance on most of these tracks, it would be hard to get through. I'm just going to put that out there. Somebody pointed out on this album, he still is trying to chase stadium anthems 
Like I'm bad forgiveness. You've gone too far. Is this the one that does it? You've gone too far and you should hang your you've gone too No. It's like hood hood rap. Mm -mm, paid. That's the song. That's the one too. You would think after doing graduation that he did the stadium thing. So like, why does he still constantly chase? He even did that on Jesus. He was trying to chase those stadium anthems. And uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. He, I'm just here to get paid. Um, he released this independently. We we got two more vultures, so maybe y'all there's a chance that um the album's gonna come out. Um, the and talk he should, he should have uh, uh, Ty Dallas. He should have Ty Dallas sign on all of it. Maybe Ty Dallas sign will be on the cover next time. <laughs> yeah, like really? Uh, I'm you notice still... he changed the cover, right? No, what's the cover now? He had a white mask on. Originally, oh, that's right. And he changed it to a black mask. That's right. He had like a Jason mask on. But his wife is still half naked. Yeah. That didn't change. Um, I'm still not a fan of talking. This. I think the beat is good. Here's, here's the thing. Last year, there was such a struggle uh, with either Funkmaster Flex or whatever is left of the LA leakers. Freestyles, rappers grab this beat. This is no disrespect to the Northwest of the world or the Adonises of the world or the Drakes and the Kanye's, even the Blue Ivies. I don't want to hear y'all kids until your kids are good. I do not want to hear your kids and you're forcing your kids on. And I'm not even one of those people to be like, man, these damn Nepo babies. Nepo babies are only a problem when they're not good. There's tons like the Sutherlands, uh, the Douglas, Kirk and Michael Douglas, um, Dennis Quaid and his son, Jack Quaid. There's a, there's good families that they, they, they can get their little acting on uh, or perform well. Like, oh, they dad rapped and now they rap. They're good too. Sometimes I'm convinced that Kanye West only thinks he has one kid. I'm, yo, I'm, I believe you. You know, somebody, when I, when I read them, like, I'm tired of every album you have to deal with Kanye's antics and uh, on the album, whether, you know, it's, he's saying some controversial, racist, homophobic, not homophobic really, but like anti-Semitic, or he talks about child support. And I'm like, yeah, he do be <laughs> like, listen, man, this is, these are your problems. These are not our problems. We He's probably stunned at the fact that he has to pay child support to one of the richest women in the world. Well, you, I, I'm going to say this to every man until I, to the day I die. You understand what the game is and then you get mad at the game. Like, I don't have any kids. I'm saying how many times have I sat here and be like and, and explain, yo, if you if you and your baby daddy have kids and he has kids with somebody else, go for child support first because whoever gets it first is going to get the most money and then it's going to get smaller and smaller. I don't got no kids, but I know this lesson. <laughs> like, I don't understand why these dudes be getting mad. Like, man, she took me for all I got. Nobody told you to give her no kids hey, if you ain't trust that lady. He's he's not paying his baby mama. He's paying his ex-wife. Oh, that's what he's doing? Yeah, he had kids with his wife. Oh, well. I mean, that's he should be paying. I know he's stunned by the by the circumstances, but it is what it is, man. Yeah, he could have got his shit together and be like, "Yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna let me let me go through counseling and and now she uh, supposedly with Odell Beckham Jr. or whatever." Man, what is that? Why? Every time you know we we'll, we'll watch, is loving hip hop is good for this. Really, Bravo don't really be doing this, but boy, you only date the people that's on your show. 
date Nipsey like rich people only could date other rich people. But like, that don't make sense. There's just some dudes that she's been with. I'd be like, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let the public know I'm with this guy. You don't want no problems. You just talking. Um, yeah, I will say this: sixteen songs, fifty-five minutes. There wasn't really anything I wanted to go back to. Now these Kanye projects feel soulless to me. It just feel I don't know. I don't. I'm not feeling the energy he put in to the first five albums. Is maybe since the life of Pablo when y'all was excited for a release. I don't care about Yay, Kissy, Ghost, uh, Jesus is King, Donda. It was a few. I saw somebody say this too as well. If Donda was shorter, it would have been a classic. It's too damn long. He should have edited that mess, but he didn't. And then Donda 2, never even listened to it. And I have it. And I never checked that out. And then uh, this is the next one. Vultures, yeah. He he got in some trouble because he always does. He sampled Donna Summer. And he sampled a guitar riff from a uh, Black Sabbath. Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne was in, and his wife Sharon. Well, I, I don't think Ozzy put it out. His Twitter put it out. We, I don't think he's coherent. <laughs> was like, yo, what do I have it? I'm pretty sure I got the the quote he said. What did Ozzy Osbourne say? Uh, Kanye West asked permission to sample a section of a 1983 live performance of War Pig from the. U.S. festival without vocals and was refused permission because he is an anti-Semite and has caused untold heartache to many. He went ahead and used the sample anyway at his album listening party last night. I want no association with this man, even though him and his wife Sharon dressed as Kanye and his wife for Halloween. So I'm confused about that. I'm just confused at the fact that nobody wants to work with Kanye West because he's this anti-Semite, which isn't alive but no one was that appalled when he said slavery was a choice yeah everybody still wanted to work on them yeah i'm not i'm not well, understanding yeah um what is what was the donna summer version i gotta see what song was this it was um i can't see it from here it was it was good don't die he had to change the lyric a little bit no, he didn't change the lyric. He, they said they. So let me play a little bit. Of it. You can hear. It said, "Where is it at?" Kanye West asked for permission to use Donna's song, Donna Summer song, "I Feel Love." He was denied. Donna Summer's official account posted in an Instagram story tagging Kanye and Ty Dolla, along with the and publishing the company Warning, uh, company Warner Chappelle Music. It says, "Quote: He changed the words. Has someone resing it?" Or used AI, but it's I feel love, copyright infringement. And it, and somebody was like, he did a really good whoever resung it did a real good job. He but he's been doing this forever. That's why I don't understand. <laughs> like Kanye West has gone into debt over samples yeah, before. He just takes it. I know he I know he got a plex. So did you buy your twenty dollar Yeezy pods or nah? What are that? What's a Yeezy pod? Those little uh, slippers he was walking around in that looked like he was just wearing socks and shit. <laughs> nah, man, I'm good. It was twenty dollars on Yeezy.com. He said he made nineteen million dollars after the Super Bowl commercial. God bless. Where are we going with this? <laughs> Let's talk about the Grammys because Kanye. This could be not. He had three. Ch- what if? What if? Oh, I right, hold up. Let's talk about that. What if Kanye, Beyonce, and Taylor are all three in album of the year? Not gonna happen. 
All right. You think so? All right. I think it could happen. I mean, there's still a chance we could get multiple albums this year from these people. Which would, I well, mean, Kanye got three chances. If he, if he, if he hits, he, of all three of the votes come out, he's got at least three chances of one of them getting nominated for album of the year. Well, I'm pretty sure he's gonna submit all of them. He's going to sit them all of them. So the big things coming out of the Grammys was Jay Z's speech, where he took time to remind the world that Beyonce has never won a Grammy, and I felt like he he knew this country album was coming, and um, yeah. I felt like there was two things that could happen where one, they give her the award for the next album, which now we know is Renaissance Act Two for like so we can like so we can get past this. Or they're like, nah, we ain't giving her nothing because you said something now. So now because remember that story came out when Renaissance Act One had came from anonymous voters that said, We don't like voting for Beyonce because she wins everything. So that's why she don't have an album of the year. That's what their, their reasoning was. And that's what Jay-Z was saying. Like, how is she the most? She won more Grammys than anybody, but she can't get album of the year. That, that, according to your system, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, he also told people they don't deserve to be in the category. And people laughed. And he said, uh, I tell the truth when I get nervous. And then Taylor Swift, later on that night, won her fourth album of the year. And she passed Stevie Wonder, Frank Sinatra, and Paul Simon. And people were wondering... Does this mean that she is the greatest artist of all time, according to the Grammys? Because she's won more album of the years. And that's like, well, the Grammys could say that. That is fine if that's what the Grammys think. But to fans, Grammys don't. But we Grammys don't come into the argument. I've always said that. I mean, I think it'd be different with the huge following that she has if she was not winning these awards. Would it still matter? Uh, yeah, the, the, they, her following, they would have like they would have boycotted the Grammys. Unlike what Jay Z was like, we will boycott it, and then we'll still watch it. And we're like, that's not a boycott. He <laughs> just doesn't show mean, up. I'm still disappointed in the Grammys. They still don't put any uh, the no, rap Killer category. Mike, yeah, Killer uh, Mike. They won still three. don't televise it. Yeah. Um. Did you see Usher said that too? What Usher has won plenty of Grammys, but he's never been on the the Grammy stage because it's never, it was never televised. That's sad. It shouldn't be like that. And yeah. that's what they need to be boycotting. But y'all still show up. Yeah. And yeah. y'all don't get something, y'all be upset. I would rather get an AMA or a billboard. At least I know the billboard's about the charts. Yeah, you already know you won it before. Because I remember back in the day, if someone won album of the year, I never even heard of those people. Oh, yeah. It was like Oscar movies. You'd be I was like, like I what never, the hell? What, 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 you I'm no like, Marvel? who nominated this? Tracy Chapman returned to the stage with Luke Combs to perform Fast Car, a song that he read. Uh, her, orig- her is her original song. Uh, he she covered looked it. amazing. Yeah, she did. She looked like she hasn't aged since that song came out. Joni Mitchell performed after having at the age of 80 after having a brain aneurysm. Uh, anything else that stuck out? Uh, the, the, the Travis Scott performance was meh. Oh, there was a... <laughs> It was the Killer Mike situation. This this was in the quickies, but we'll talk about it now. So Joe Budden is going against Gen Z, Kai Sinat. Is it Sinat or Sinat? Sinat. Sinat. So Kai was upset that Killer Mike had won best rap album over Travis Scott or Drake. He quote said, he said, quote, who decided this motherfucker? Who the fuck decided this motherfucker? Her loss, Utopia, Metro Boomin. So Joe Budden did what Joe Budden did. He defended Kai, uh, he defended Killer Mike. 
He said he was tired of these young niggas and these streamers, blah, blah, blah. So Kai fired back and said, y'all stop talking about streamers. Uh, bro, I would buy you. You say it don't come off as hating, but you're always bringing me up, bro. Relax, my nigga. Stop. And then his friend Aiden Ross jumped in and said that Joe should be more like Snoop Dogg and Rick Ross because they like everything. <laughs> I was like, wait, what is going on? You know what's funny, though? This is what I'm laughing about. One day, Kai and Aiden going to be old. And Joe Bush not old. He's like, I'm 42. I think he's 43 or 44. And they're going to be, wh- whoever the next generation is, they're going to be saying the same thing. Like, oh, niggas don't know, they don't know what they talk about. Travis Scott should all should be winning. About, and it's, it's just rinse and repeat. Um, it's another thing, Every too. Every time I hear, like, these young <laughs> these young people go at, like, these older rappers, it still made me think of that Boondocks episode. You just mad because you niggas old. No, uh, the one where uh, they was... They was roasting Thugnificent. He supposedly got into it with, with the soldier boy. Soldier boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, man, you owe nothing to be my granddad, man. You gonna tell me a young nigga eat your dick? <laughs> <laughs> like, who the fuck say that I'm a kid, nigga? Like, that's that's what it be reminding me of. That well, we don't talk about that enough. The soldier boy really beat Ice T in that battle. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for Ice T. I was like, man, I'm with you, Ice T. Yeah, tell him then. You was like, yeah, he right. You will. This this ain't for you. Um. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. I got that. Where's that at? So with 15 nominees in total, there are 10 first timers and they are Mariah Carey, Sade. Um, Also, I wrote because I copied it. Let me click this because I was like, Sinead O'Connor. That's what it is. I just wrote O'Connor and I'm like, no, that is not the person's name. Um, Cher Lenny Kravitz, Foreigner, Cool in the Gang, Oasis, Peter Frampton, and uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Although he was nominated once as part of Black Sabbath, the Rock and Roll class will be announced in May ahead of the induction. Now, wait a minute. They're nominees, but do they all actually get into the Rock? No, that's why there's like 10 new ones and uh, 10 first-timers. Some of those people have been nominated before. Well, who decides this? First of all... These people have careers that span four decades at this point. Yeah, I think you, you're eligible 10 years after your debut, which is like, why Sade not in there? Uh, Mariah Carey. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, a lot of these people could have been put in a long a time tribe ago. Called Quest as well has been nominated. Yeah, what is the purpose, too? It's also, it's a weird how they do it. Because either you're great or you're not. It's not like um, in sports where it's a first ballot Hall of Fame. It's a second. It's like, is there is there a different rankings when y'all get in and how do they decide between all those genres i can't call it we tried watching one one time i guess we just didn't get it no because when you watch it there's just we watched the one with jay-z one and uh who else ll cool j something like that or dr one of those what one of the things was like that but i'm saying like we we should probably watch one to see how they do the if it's categorized no it's it's not you you when you watch the ceremony they already again there's not like there's no nominations or nothing like that so the nominations so, we see. So with those 15 names, mm-hmm. five to 10 maybe get in and then you see them get their award. It's not like, Aww. it's not how that works. It's not like the Grammys, like mm. best. Um, That's stupid. Lotto I don't and like Ice, it. Lotto and Ice Spice are beefing because this year, two months in, we just got women rappers beefing and um, we don't, I mean, Soldier Boy and Blueface, I guess is beefing. Um, and comedians beefing. We'll get to comedians later. So I did uh, Complex 
was able to, you know, I was able to find this timeline. This all started last year in January when on the red carpet of some event, an interviewer asked Lotto, can she finish Bikini Bottom? Ice Spice's song lyrics. Lotto looked like, huh? What? No. Then in March of last year, Lotto posed in a similar fashion to Ice Spice and they said, yo, she copying. Then in October, uh, Lotto had a song with Offset called Finest Can Be, in which she said, that nigga a munch, your booking fee ate it for lunch. Don't do uh, back ends, need it up front. I'm big dog, you bitches is runts. Don't pull wigs, don't pull stunts. Pull triggers and I pull blunts. I pull cars like Tonk, bitch, you couldn't top me in the bunk. So because she used the word munch, they thought that was a shot at Ice Spice. And then she teased the new song in uh, last month, January 7th, with Ice Spice video in the background. And then 26th of January, Ice Spice drops Thank You the Shit, Fart. I don't <laughs> like that song. On the track, Ice Spice raps, I got my foot on their necks. I can't let up. She all on the floor told her to get up because Lotto has a song called Put It On The Floor. So there you go. And then um, Ice Spice confirmed it February 2nd. She recalled an instance in which she was thrown aback by seeing herself in the video clip. Lotto had, I, I copied and pasted, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't use the word aback, had shared at the beginning of the year, quote, seeing that I'm in the back of your weak ass snippet, I was like, wait a second, that's me. And then um, February 3rd, Lotto was in the Bronx shooting a music video. February 6th, she dropped the album cover for Sunday Service, which had a bunch of women rappers with their eyes blacked out. And uh, Lotto was standing in front, but her eyes were blacked out as well. And then we got the song... uh, Sunday Service. Yes. Which, I'm like, the song is a whole bunch of... It's fine. If we were going to do this, if you were going to say, hey... Lotto versus Ice Spice. Who do you think will win? I'd have been like, oh, I think Lotto's a better rapper than Ice Spice or whatever. So I would I wouldn't have go, did it. But No it ho. Jesus walked on water. I got ice boiling, though. Miss me. That's it. It's a three minute song of that. Oh, a two minute forty seven seconds. But yeah, Jesus walked on water. I got ice boiling, ho. Cause Ice Spice. That was like the only shot that I caught. From my first lesson through, and I was like, "All right, this should be done. We we good. We don't need no more of this." Wow, you did a deep dive into this beef. You had to go all the way back to a year ago. Yeah, so far. Yeah, you're right. I, I really did. I did more work when I had to do Drake versus Joe Budden. And that's still on our website back in the day. That was way better. Um, anything else you want to tell us about Monique, Sarah? I know you watched three hours. You dedicated your time to this. I did. Club Shay Shay's getting so messy. Yeah, I didn't like Mike Epps either. Like, coming at Shannon Sharp. His sexuality? Yeah, I was like, what are we doing? Look, if Shannon Sharp is gay and he ain't living in his truth, that's on Shannon Sharp and whatever he decides to do behind closed doors. But why are you getting mad at him? He just books the guests. Yeah, he's like, man, you're going to be looking at my balls. I'm like, Mike Epps, it's not even a good joke. But Monique had things to say about Tiffany Haddish. Because uh, Tiffany Addis has said something about her husband. This is okay. So this is a problem with Monique. She is holding a severe grudge. That's the problem. I think the problem is she thought these people were her friends. 
Oh no, they just trying to do business. That's 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 and I'm not that's not I'm not like haha you stupid. I'm not doing that to Monique. I really believe that Monique thinks Black Hollywood or Hollywood that these people were in her corner, whether it's Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, Kevin Hart. But these people are only out for themselves. I think she's just disheartened because she's like, man, I was a black woman to win an Oscar and then all the doors shut. Yep. And, and, and no one came to, to say like, yo, this is an Oscar winner. Her fee should be up. She should be getting better roles. She could play a serious role. Like, you know, but you kind of have to speak up for yourself. Yeah. And I think the problem happened when it was time to do press for the Oscars or whatever. Cause I think that's what, that's where the, the conflict started. Cause they wanted her to, you know, go to these things, kiss ass, kiss babies, whatever you got to do. And she was like, Nope, I'm not contractually, contractually obligated to do any of that. And didn't do any of that. Basically she didn't play the game. For those who watch Game of Thrones, Monique was Ned Stark, and everybody else was Littlefinger. It was like, all right, don't if you're not gonna play the game, this is what's gonna happen to you, and this is what happened to her. Now, Shannon is the the best interviewer because the question what I would have asked her is, what do you want to happen, right? Do you just want an apology from these people, and we're done with it? Do you think that once you no, get, he did ask that. Okay, so what did, what did she say? She said, I want them to take accountability, and then we're done. See, that's my I'm like, dude, we're done with this? Because you've lost I, so much time, you've lost so much money, but you're not gonna get any of that back. So like what what what's the end game here? If Oprah I mean, says, probably, Oh my bad. She probably wants them to take accountability, she no longer wants to be shut out. But see, but see, that's the problem. What with Oscar it. winner do you know has to go back on stage and do comedy? You're not saying she don't like well, it. There's not too many have done comedy. Like but we keep a, forgetting that Marissa Tomei won the Oscar. Y'all can't give me too many movies that she did besides the Spider-Mans later on. Marissa Tomei won an Oscar early in her career. She did a few more movies. She never been nominated for an Oscar no more. But she wasn't. But she was still an actress. She still got to be an actress. Yeah, but she wasn't doing comedy. It would be like, but like Cher. Cher got an Oscar. I mean, she did maybe one movie with Mask, and that was it. She didn't do no more movies. Nobody was like, yo, we need to get Cher in a movie. So then she get a, she got an Oscar for Moonstruck, I think. Okay. And then she did. She came out love after love. She went back to singing. <laughs> Fuck you talking about? <laughs> but still, but listen to but listen to what you're saying though. Like that was their craft, and yeah. she still got to do two decent movies in her career as a singer. Like, what about Monique? Like, why should it just been one and done for her? No, I don't think it should have been. But it's I like I'm just saying with anything in life, you ain't gonna be the first. You ain't gonna be the last. Is that your phone? No, my phone ain't on. That's your shit. Oh, did somebody hit me up? Oh, somebody did. Oh, this didn't work. Um, yeah, da, 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 da. she did a lot of movies. Just nobody cares about any of these movies. I'm looking at. Uh, when did she do? Oh yeah, Moonstruck right here, 1987. She was in movies in '85, and is this? Oh no, '65. But that was herself. She's been oh she's in Mama see she's in Mama Mia but like uh, what are you doing here? But yeah, Cher had the same. I mean, and I'm not gonna sit here and say that Monique isn't going about some things wrong. She's very vocal. I've been there before. Like yo, y'all, this is some bullshit. You know, she talked about how I think her whole thing is like I am an Oscar winner, 
and I'm still being subjected to shadiness and bullshit conditions. And y'all don't be doing these white people like that. Like when she talked about she did a, what was it, Last Christmas? Some some movie that she was in and the trailer blew up. Yeah, with Will Packer. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck is this? Y'all, get, also, y'all got me in a faulty tra- a trailer. Here's the problem with that, that analogy. Has Will Packer worked with a, a prominent white actress? It can't, you can't do like, y'all don't be doing this when they don't work with white actresses. I mean, you could say, if I was a white actress, if, if Monique said, if I was a white actress, you wouldn't even been in a Will Packer movie probably. So like, I don't know how you can, you can, you can compare to the, uh, com- compare the two in that situation. I do believe she should have better treatment, but also like, yo, tell your little fucking daddy husband, like negotiate better. What are we doing here? Like, why do you trust all these people? Okay. Like, so that's another thing too that I was going to say. As much as she is like big upping him, saying like he's, you know, he's saying like you should get this, this is how it should be. I think he's part of the problem. I do, but she don't. She would never admit that. That's the that's the thing too. You be like, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Monique. You you ain't gonna be Meryl Streep. Ain't nobody gonna be Meryl Streep when it comes to the Oscars. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Meryl Streep got the Heisman. I'm sorry. She the MVP. It's just not gonna happen. But. She just feels like she got blackballed because, like, you're saying she didn't want to play the game. Why am I getting blackballed after one of the biggest things that could happen in my career? It's not right. And I want somebody to take accountability for these doors being shut in my face. I shouldn't even be financially struggling. She had to ask Kevin Hart for money. But Kevin Hart didn't want to get involved with her. I'm tired of this. I'm really tired of everybody saying I shouldn't be struggling because I'm such and such. And I love, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. Like I love Taraji P. Henson, but, th- but you guys have entered into, and this is not just to them, just everybody who acts, you guys entered into a industry that is reliant on what you can produce at the box office. So if you like Monique can't be like Monique is, uh, is amazing. I'll give you that. She's great. But if Monique, if you put Monique in a movie right now and the movie didn't make money, her next movie, they ain't going to pay her no big, no big dollars. It's like Jim Carrey for a while. He's making 20 million. He making 20 million right now. Nobody paying Jim Carrey 20 million dollars. They're like, you think you think Jim Carrey make 20 million dollars from the Sonic movies? Maybe because some movie may be making money. Maybe they, start, maybe they do pay on 20 million dollars. But it's like we're only going to pay you what we can get back. But so, that still doesn't make sense because Will Smith was one of the highest paid actors and his a lot of his movies suck yeah now they're losing money and they're idiots if you keep it if you pay will smith 50 million dollars 20 million dollars for gemini man use a damn fool <laughs> he probably did make that though yeah, that's, that's the problem but that's bad business and that and then that and that's sexist then if you're like well we got to make sure we pay these men uh all these monies and all I'm like nah that's dumb don't do that that's stupid 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 um but I hope she get whatever. She, I hope she get this apology accountability. But also, this is the weird part too. No matter what she gets, the people that she is beefing with, minus Tiffany Haddish or whatever, but the Kevin Hart's, the Lee Daniels, the Will Packers, the Oprah Winfrey's, they they the mafia. Yeah, black mafia. They are. They could be like, all right, my bad, but never work with you again, and they're not hurting financially. So, but like, this is but this is the thing. If she's over here telling you that there's this kind of what not conglomerate, but like this kind of camaraderie going on, even in black Hollywood, why are we so subject to question her? But we don't question when Cat Williams said it. 
When the Cat Williams, he just said there's Illuminati. No, he when he basically oh, said... Oh, when he said like Steve Harvey and Cedric Entertainment. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. How come we don't question it? I question it. I'm not one of those people to believe everything Cat Williams said. Shoot. I'm like, y'all got to be out your mind. Y'all think his man, everything he said was the truth. It's his version of the truth. It's the way he sees it. All you really, I'm going to tell y'all like this, whether it's Cat Williams or Monique, as long as they believe it, there's no arguing it. Like if Monique believes that Oprah is the devil incarnate, what are we arguing? Oprah could be an angel to everybody else, but that's the way Monique sees her. Ain't nothing you can do about that. So you're saying that's her version of Oprah? Yeah, and it could be. Shoot. And I, and I can't argue with that if that's how you see that person. I believe, like, I believe Cat Williams believes it, but I don't believe everything Cat Williams said. I believe oh, if someone <laughs> says it, but there's facts to back it up, if they experience that, what is the, that's what I'm going to believe. What's the facts to back up that the Illuminati approached Cat Williams I, and Luke? I'm not talking about the Illuminati. <laughs> Stop bringing them up. Stop talking about them. I'm, I'm talking say. about like these camaraderies in Hollywood and even now in Black Hollywood. Like I think in Black Hollywood, we just felt like we're not going to do what White Hollywood does. Yes, we're going to nope, support and a, lift nope, each other that's up. That's a lie. They're going to do exactly because they just while Puff was fucking them over on them contracts because this is how the whites were doing it so he did it no and i get that but i think some people go in thinking like you're not gonna do this to me because you are black let them do that over there and then they get into the industry and they getting done over even worse because it's already hard to sell them because guess what they black but you know like i said all right hello let's pause here okay pause so i have this list Mm mm-hmm Monique won for Precious in 2009. Yep, that's right. All right. Mm-hmm. Melissa Leo, where the fuck she been? She won in 2010, right? Mm-hmm. Octavia Spencer, 2011. She out here still working, right? Anne Hathaway, 2012. Obviously, she working. Lupita Nyong'o, 2013. She still... So she for, working her ass off. I'm saying, so did they all play the game? Yeah. That's also get dangerous too when you start doing it that way. When they start saying, Monique's like, well, I didn't play the game. It's kind of like when Cap says, yo, you had to wear a dress. So he's like, or you had to do something sexual to get on. You're basically telling people that aren't that talented. They just play the game. Patricia Arquette in 2014. Alicia Vandercourt. Like, but some of these people, I mean, I've heard of Arquette because there's a couple of those, David Arquette or whatever. But I don't know who the hell Alicia Van Kender is. Viola Davis for Fences, of course, makes sense. I don't know who the hell Allison Janey is. I didn't watch I, Tanya. I know the movie. But it's not like uh, Regina King. And if uh, she's always, she's been working her ass off forever. Laura Dern, heard of her. Uh, Yoon Ye-Jung, but that's, that's uh, Korean. And Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. She's the first openly queer person of color to win. And then if you go behind, we did 2000. Penelope Cruz has been working. Taylor Swin- Sweet- Swinton has been working. Jennifer Hudson has been working. Rachel Wise. Maybe she's been working. I don't know. She looked familiar. Uh, Kate Blanchett been working. Renelle Zay- Zellweger. She had a run. Kathy Zeta Jones, she got with old uh, with Douglas and disappeared really. Jennifer Connelly, she had a run by the time 2001. Marsha Gay Harden, face looks familiar. I don't know. But it also, 
Shouldn't we be able to listen to her? Shouldn't we be able to just look? Oh, she was on an episode of Law and Order SB. Of a course. couple episodes. Everybody's been on there. I've been on a couple episodes. I know. You was a brother in the back. Shouldn't we be able to be able to grab supporting, you know, best actor, blah, blah, and then see what the price did go up and offers they were made? Or was, or was that secret? Like, we can't, we don't have, we're not privy to that information. Okay, so with you naming all these actresses, right? And everything, I'm, and they all have steadily worked after winning or being nominated. My whole thing is, at the same time, maybe Monique sabotaged herself. There, well, it could be that. It could be a little. But how are, did Shannon ask this? What did you do wrong? He did not ask that. See, like, what is what? Where did you go wrong? If she gonna, she can't. If she, I would hope she have a better answer than you knew. About. I, I think that the problem is, is that. When you start speaking out, especially very publicly about mistreatment, things that like they don't want the public to know, that's when you kind of um, you kind of end yourself. You know what I'm saying? But it's given really Colin Kaepernick. But think about it. What did they say about Taraji? Taraji is in the color purple during her press run. She talked about how she's not making money and how she's struggling and that, and they said her statements kind of overshadowed. It did. And then she was like, I don't want them to. I was like, the, the press run was not the time yeah. to talk about it. Like when you do your sit down, like maybe two, three years later after, you know, this movie has come and gone, yeah, you that wait. would be, it would be different. But that's what I'm saying. Like if you start doing things to mess up the money, you know, it. I mean, I think we'll see Taraji again. People will still give her a chance, but it she's may be an, hard for her. She's an Usher commercial. She was. I mean, we still love her. But also, man, we can get into it. It's a music podcast, but I remember Taraji P. Henson was selling a house smaller than ours for like $2 million. It was <laughs> in California and L.A. And I don't know what her check was on Empire, but sometimes I think what happens when you live in Hollywood, you try to continue, you try to be Hollywood. And that's the thing when you brought up Monique and her situation, I'm like, oh, I'm struggling. And I'm like, well, Precious, she probably didn't make that much money. But now are you struggling because you could be struggling because you don't get offers or are you struggling because, oh, I had I did a couple of movies, you know, before I did Precious, I already made, you know, five million dollars. And then Precious, they only paid me like two hundred thousand. But then I thought the roof was going to go, you know, sky high and it didn't. Well, then that's on you. But if you if it was, you know, I was struggling all the way till Precious and I thought Precious was going to do something. Then that's on them because you're like, well, you never had money. But if you tell me you five two, th- two to three million to pass through your, you know, your hand through your hands. I'm like, why did you how did you blow that? Because and this is not me trying to be ignorant. It's all that gave us two to three million dollars right now. In in what, let's see, 2009. So it's been 10 plus years for uh, for, for us. In 10 years, we're not going to be short talking about how we broke. We just win it because I'm not going to be trying to keep up with nobody or try to live out in California where I can't afford that shit. I'm like, fuck all that. I mean, I think they live out there because that's where their job is. Yeah, but then you got somebody like Dave Chappelle who made $50 million and be living in Ohio. Well, it's kind of smart. <laughs> it's very smart because he goes to he goes to the money. Yeah, I'm like, He's not oh. sitting around waiting on a studio in California to call him so he could go shoot. Yeah. He gets to go do his own stand-up and everything like that. See, Whoopi Goldberg worked for Ghost. How many movies was she in after that? That one with that dinosaur? That shitty ass movie? You remember that? With Dinosaur's a Cop with her? Yeah, I showed it to you. You seen it? 
<laughs> Shoot. All right, what else we got? We stayed a lot on that. Um, Sony buys 50% of Michael Jackson's estate. So they are, do I, I didn't write the Michael Jackson story down. So that means that we're going to be hearing more Michael Jackson songs and commercials. Cause that's all that means to me. Or being sampled. That too. I think that's, I think that's what we're going to get. Jacquees said the him and Trey songs got in a fight. And then him, his new girlfriend, Deandra and his old girlfriend, Jeezy got into it. So <laughs> over him, Man, I guess Deandra is ass- pregnant. These is out there fighting in Dubai. That's the last place you want to get. Uh, I really find. You want to go to jail at. Well, f- oh, I mixed the stories. So the fight was Trey Songz and Jacquees. He said they got into a fight over some girls, which again doesn't make any sense. And Dubai. And now Trey can't perform in certain states in the South. But I was like, yo, how y'all fight in this country? And there's no video of it. There's no nothing. Y'all, y'all was able to go free. And I've just seen Trey Songs for the first time in a long time on one of those fabulous freestyles that he's been doing. So I was shocked. Uh, he still oh. ain't said nothing either. No, he hasn't. Let me play this bullshit. Ooh, caught a fucking fire, man. Nigga, she a hot girl, nigga. I can do this shit 30 days, 30 nights straight, nigga. You made me mad enough, nigga. But right now, I ain't mad at all, nigga. I'm actually full of good energy, smiles, and all that shit. It's kind of hot outside. How you doing? I'm the fire, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm rip this off of her. Look, look. Allow me to reintroduce myself, nigga, it's Kirk. And I'm finna stop that new niggas call me that baby shit. My brother took his life in 2020, mama gave him life in 1986. She greatly missed. 2019 hit the rap game, finally made a hit. She told me come and put a baby in it. She gave me a kiss and saved the bitch. Baby. Why does he only have one flaw? That's, some, that's somebody, the baby for you. Somebody said, why rap on a beat if you're only going to rap to the one in your head? <laughs> I was like, I was, I'm, I'm the fool, because I genuinely thought that he was gonna flip it, and I was like, oh, because the baby has been on the downswing, and I thought, oh, all right, he's gonna show y'all he got more than one flow. Don't worry about it; it's coming. And no, 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 no. As we get, but I got a new, another freestyle that's pretty good. You're a guide on some deaf cat for cutie. Let's grab a smoothie. Sit back and just laugh. The movie is so plain. The place is gold framed. I'm sipping a gold drink. I'm drinking on my frequent fly miles. It's cold train. The diamonds on my necklace keep doing the soul train. The line in my head keep doing its own thing. I never been one to take half of the whole thing. But every single one of my ops is a whole thing. Chance can keep this pocket. And give me nothing but souls. Chance, you do good ass job by yourself. Kanye ain't gonna do it. Fuck it. You do it. Go ahead, give me some soul samples and you find this pocket. Let's go. Ten songs. Don't go too far. One song about your wife, because I know you love her. So that's it. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for the chance. All right, I think that's it, man. I think that's all we got today. That's all we got, huh? You got some more? You you said it like Um Yeah, so what did you think about the Super Bowl as a whole? Because I was ready to turn it off after the halftime show. A lot of people said this. A lot of people was like, it was boring. It was boring, man. It yeah, is, and I kept like, saying it was boring. And you wanted to keep watching because you bet a dollar. Shut up. Listen. <laughs> they said it got good right when the uh, the punt hit the back of the dude's foot and, and Kansas City scored. So that's when the game was good because then they, they went back and forth. Uh, but 
as a Bears fan, as I, as, as we grew up, I grew up a Bears fan. It is nice to watch football when your team isn't in it because you don't have any stakes other than my dollar that I put out there. <laughs> but other than that, I thought it was. I thought the last two three quarters was pretty good. Um, halftime show was great. But yeah. I pick in City One. Why there. Travis Kelsey yell and Andy Reid's face like that? That's like elder abuse. It was, and they played it off well. But that's only because Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey. But then the Swifties was like, he need, she need to break up with him. What if she? What if he? What if she takes his pillow in the middle of the night? He gonna act like that? It's like, I mean, he's got plenty of women, and, and, and I'm pretty sure them black women would love to throw him under the bus if he had acted any way like that. And they haven't, so I, I think she's good. I think maybe it's just sports and football or whatever alright at one and only at kicks and coffee at Manny Fontaine at Studio Flow Pod until next time guys peace